Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. And welcome back to another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast alongside Ricky Romero and Josh Tolley. I'm Bethel Duran. We missed you guys. We were gone for two weeks because I had to work one day. Then last week I had some tech issues. I think we need the internet in order to do a show. Uh, that kind of helps. And we kind of need a computer to do a show. And it helps. But we're back. Uh, baseball season is underway. We are ready to go. Ricky's fired up. He's got his Fullerton gear on. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing good, man. Good to be back. Um, good to see the boys, and had a great trip in Toronto. So looking forward to sharing everything with you guys. Yeah, we'll talk about Ricky's trip in Toronto. Tolly, okay. There's usually Tolly Farm. There's Tolly <laughs> Studio. Today is Tolly Little League. What, what what is going on with you? Yeah, yeah. Tolly at the Little League fields today. So I apologize for any background noise, but we got six boys down here playing baseball. We had a home run derby. We played knockout at shortstop. Boys are fired up. They're ready for some ice cream, but we're ready to do the show. Let's go. Okay. So, so who's on spring break? Give us a breakdown. Who's on spring break right now? Well, every kid in the entire community. Every okay. school's on spring break. So it's so, your, your boy uh, Camden? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, so Camden wanted some of his buddies that he plays with to come over. Well, then, well, then I just sent it out to a few of the guys, and all of a sudden I have six kids, and we're freaking having a blast. We only have one black eye so far. That's it. One black eye. Only one. Okay. So the oh, param- yeah. paramedics are there. Now, okay, this is beautiful. So during spring break, <laughs> Ricky, you're learning. You're about to learn this pretty soon. When spring break comes, it's a parent's nightmare because you're like, damn, I got it. Your schedule's ruined. My daughter's on spring break. Luckily, she's I was just, I was just there last week. We had spring break last week. Wait. That's why we went to Toronto. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you- yeah. Wait, Sebastian's that old? Okay, all right. Uh, but yeah. when they get when they get older, they don't quite pay attention as much, right? Tolly, they kind of want to do their own. No, thing. Now, yeah. Now you got to really entertain them. Like, listen, dude, they were so excited. They're like, we want to go on the podcast, and then they're like, oh, we want to go play on the swings now. So it's like, all right, whatever. They'll be back. They'll be back for how, for everybody to say hi to. Them. How old are they right now, Tolly? The one you got, the group. Ten. So I got- have ten. Nines, ten. And then I have my little Max with me, who's seven. All right. And you know what the best part is, Rick? When you're the cool dad who can throw BP, it's like, oh, go there. Go there. Because yeah. now some of the parents that dropped off their kids with uh, Coach Tolley, you know that some of them are playing golf. You know they're out there running around. They're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, do, do most of the parents or do all the parents know that you played in the big leagues? Yeah, I think most of them yeah. do, if not all of them. Okay. Yeah, but – but it's it's nice because it like my friend group amongst these friends like they don't care. That's that's irrelevant. Now there are people that do care, but this is this is a whole different ball of wax. Like we're all so close. A lot of these kids are on our travel team, and it's just we have an awesome parent group. Oh, that's cool. Plus, plus we're ancient players now. Like some of these, <laughs> yeah. some of these, uh, some of these kids were like even when my camp when we have our camp. Like some of these kids have no idea who I am. But you bring in yeah. like a a JP Crawford and everyone goes crazy over him, you know. And it's it's we're we're old. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's different. If it honestly, so um, the SNY network plays a lot of the Mets like games, and they play a lot of the Mets no hitter. So that's that's the only reason that I stay like a quarter prevalent around here. <laughs> 
and a Cy Young. Do they do they replay any Ari Dickey starts? Oh yeah, yeah. They they replay. It. Yeah, they actually. You know what's really cool is they replayed an Ari Dickey start the day after Camden was born. And oh, wow. um, yeah, it was awesome. So actually, this happened this winter. They were replaying it, and I was like, oh, this is the day after Camden was born. Like I was on no sleep. Like it was crazy. So. I were watching it with Camden and they flash Camden's name on the jumbotron. He thought it was the coolest thing in the world. No way. Now, you know, it's like, it, it's cool, but he, he takes everything for granted. Oh, that's yeah, cool. no, that's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. I don't think they realize they, they don't realize how, how, uh, how much stuff they get to do that. When you think about what right. we did when we were younger, like, you know, and, and this is my kid not knowing, like going to a game and sitting in the stands is what it's all about. But the first thing, Sebastian, and he's a little older. Um, the first thing he does is like, "Hey, dude, we're gonna go to Toronto. Do you want to go to a Blue Jay game?" And he goes, "Yeah." Are we sitting in the suite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, and I'm like, I, "You look- yeah. go ahead." No, no, no. I I say like you take for granted, right? You just yeah. like it. It's the same thing. Like it's funny. Guys that fly private with their kids, I'm like, God, your kids are never gonna understand what it's like yeah. to walk through security. That's why I was always like, no, we go through security. You're gonna grind it out with the rest of it. Yeah, yeah but not every time. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to do it. You don't have to do it every time. I think we lost Tolly, but we'll, well go back to him. Well, uh, and and I told and I told him I was like, next time we go, we're gonna sit in the stands. And he goes, but why? I'm like, because <laughs> one, I'm gonna get you to sit longer and pay attention rather than eat popcorn, and eat <laughs> chips, eat a bunch of shit. You know, at least in the stands, you're kind of limited because you can't really move a lot. But no, it, it, it's it's cool. Like to see them experience that and how how it lights up their faces just when they walk into a stadium and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, our kids are definitely spoiled and and they live a little different life than than yeah. we did. I feel it's like a, <laughs> yeah. that's that's part of the thing too. Like and not like Ricky saying, "Oh, I only get the sweets." It's more of that's just what was offered and that's where you're gonna go and that's gonna happen. It, yeah. it's good. That's right. And it's uh. But Ricky's also very quick to put his kid like, no, hey, we're, we're going to the suite, but we're not going to eat everything in the suite. Right, Rick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, most definitely. Yeah. We, I, I keep him in check and I'm, I'm like, you guys don't, don't make this place messy. Don't, don't get it dirty or, you know, just be, be polite, say thank you and, and stuff like that. Just little things. And um, yeah, no, they do a good job. Like I said, they, they enjoy just even walking into the stadium and, and seeing just, you know, we were in Toronto this past week. We went. I went to opening day on Friday night by myself, so that was cool. Um, I thought I was going to leave in the fifth inning after that start that the Blue Jays had, down like six or seven nothing. But what a comeback! The place was sold out for the first time in two years, and you know, to hear forty-five, fifty thousand. You know what it's like, Josh, when that place is sold out, um, and to be down that big and make a comeback, that home run to Oscar hit to tie the game up. It's, it's almost like it it had a little bit of a feel, not to the, to that extreme of Jose Bautista's, but it almost felt like the whole stadium was shaking when, when he hit that. And uh, it was cool. And then on Saturday, I brought the whole family and we enjoyed a, you know, six, seven innings at the, at the ball game. And, um, and, you know, like I said, experiences like that, the Toronto Blue Jays always are very welcoming and, and taking care of me and my family. So that was cool. Yeah, man, that's what it's all about. And that place was rocking too, huh? Rocking, dude. You should see that scoreboard too. They got a new yeah. scoreboard, and it's humongous. Now they can shut the lights down too. They shut them off, wow. um, and and they shut them back, and they they can turn them back on at whenever they want. And they have like a little like laser sh- kind of show. Um, when Romano walks in at the end, they like shut the they dim the lights, and he's just like running onto the field. All that little stuff, I feel like that gets the crowd into it, the closer yeah. into it. Um, so, yeah, they, they've added some cool little features here and there. And I heard, uh, I mean, I've been reading some stuff that they're going to continue to renovate that stadium. And everyone always talks about like, oh, it should they should build a new stadium somewhere else. But, man, you know it's better than anyone. That stadium sits in a perfect location. Like it's right perfect. in the middle of downtown. All the bars, the restaurants, you literally walk down five minutes and, and everything is there. There's nothing better than the CN Tower being lit up in the summertime and the right. dome open. I, I'd like that's like picture picture perfect. Other than like PNC mm-hmm. Park with the lit up bridges in the back, th- mm-hmm. th- that was like okay, it gives me goosebumps. Like just looking up yeah. at it, it's it's nuts. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know, and I know, and I know we've been bugging you, Beto, about coming up there. I want to go. Come up there. I want to go. You know, our, our our boy Stocky is ready for you. He's he told me to tell you. He's like, get his ass up here, man. We'll we'll show him a good time and and show him some Canadian love. And Yo, it's tell not you what, that far. Canadians know how to show love. Yeah. So my boy, uh, uh, John Sanchez, he coaches basketball at Hamilton College, which is in upstate New York. And he brought that up to me. He's like, hey, we're not too far from Buffalo. We're not too far from Toronto. I'm like, ugh, because I got to take my son on a, on college tours in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to go back east to look at schools in the Boston area and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, you know what, Mattel, maybe we make a little trip to north, go north for a couple yeah. of days. You know, uh, I'll be there in July, the whole month, the whole month of July. So really? Take a drive. Yeah. Oh, man. Really? The whole month of July, you're going to Toronto? Yeah. I mean, it, I'll just drive up, pick up Tolly. We'll take the tractor and we'll go, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Then we're gonna put you to work, Beto. No, no, hey, 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 I am not manual labor. That is the last thing I am right there, bro. I am not manual labor. <laughs> yeah. Right here, this guy uh, ELC says the scoreboard is the biggest in baseball, and the reveal video was amazing. So the biggest. Dude, baseball, it was sick. Oh, nice. Here, I'll show I, I, I'll show you. Let me see if I can pull up the video. Yeah, go find and, that. Uh, and, and, and then you guys, you can uh, pop it open on, on here, uh, Beto. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, yeah. Just text it to me. Yeah. Uh, so, Tolly, what did you do for opening day? Do you, like, go around the farm and you have a bunch of stuff going on? Or do you even watch? Uh, yeah, I watch. I watch opening day. Dude, yeah. opening day is, like, one of my favorite times of the year. Freaking flyovers, big American flags on the field. It's, like... It's just like it, it, it's something I always think back to my opening days when I was with the Mets. And then one of my favorites was we were with the Blue Jays. Oh, we opened up with the Yankees. And that was like it was a spectacle. And it was like it was insane. That was funny. Of Garrett Cole getting mad the other day. <laughs> right. Opening days. Like, let's go. We got to get going. I'm like, dude, I'm surprised. Like they didn't tell him, like, if you think it's going to start at. 123 in the afternoon it's actually not going to start until 143 so work <laughs> yeah. appropriately as yankee stadium yeah. dude that's 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 one of the things i did um when i started opening day in toronto and i knew they told me hey it can start at this time but be ready for it to be pushed back dude i sat there i i went outside at the time that i usually go out at and i just took it all in and you honestly on opening day i feel like you only need like five warm-up pitches and five pitches off the mound and you're ready because your adrenaline rush is so high and uh and yeah that's one of the things i did for opening day i just did all i mean it was the the one and only start i had in, on opening day in toronto so i definitely enjoyed that one all right here's the video yeah. that Ricky just sent me of toronto what it looks like look at that dude that's the way it's set up <laughs> Go go the next yeah. one, the next one, the next one. The next one too. Uh, or the last one, the last one. That's okay. when the last one is. Uh, oh, with the with the lights on. Cool. Yeah, but it, they shut back off. Okay, let's see here. And, and then Vladdy the pops out. Oh come on, Vladdy, you're terrible. All right, so this is what the lights. Oh, yeah. Wow. Gee, that's the scoreboard. Yeah. I mean, right you got to head up there, Josh. You, you got to take the family up there. Yeah, we're, we're definitely planning on going. Uh, I'm trying to delay the passport so I can go up on a fishing trip first by myself. <laughs> hey, um, our, hey friend Sto gotta... our friend Stocky said, said he's like, I want to I wanna have Josh out here too, man. He's like, you three together would be freaking hilarious to, to go out and uh, – have dinner and some drinks. All right. <laughs> Maybe we can do. We wouldn't have any fun. We would have no fun at all. Yeah. Sometime no in July. Sometime in July. Hey, what's the drinking yeah. age in Canada? Eighteen. Yeah. yeah, eighteen. All right, Mattel. 19. Let's go. Let's go, Mattel. 
Uh, he's 17. He drank in Paris. He can drink in t- Toronto. He's good to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So baseball's here. It's back. It was pretty good. Ricky, you've been doing some uh, TV for uh, the Blue Jays TV. Uh, totally. I yeah, hear you. I did. You're all over the place doing radio stuff and doing hits. So you guys are busy media guys now. So it's fun. But it's the first <laughs> week of baseball. And right away, it feels energetic. Totally. I'm going to start with you. Like when you go and you watch games, doesn't it feel like, okay, the lockout was so long ago that guys are actually into it right now? It feels fun? Yeah. I think the fans are into it, too. Yeah. I was actually surprised. I thought there was going to be some backlash from the fans, but the, the fans are incredibly excited. and They've been great ball games too. Yeah. Um, as I want to say, I, as I always believe, the pitching is ahead of the hitting at this point. But, like, you go look at some of these box scores, dude, the guys are killing the baseball right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely been pretty offensive. I know for the Blue Jays, watching them this weekend, they were – their pitching staff was like the talk of the town, and um, and it's definitely been their offense uh, carrying car- carried them through those first two games. So, yeah, it, it, it's always hitters like to complain as they always do about the cold <laughs> weather, but they don't realize that the pitcher is cold too when he's out there. Pitchers get cold, totally. Pitchers get cold. Hitters never. He's, hey, I don't think Ricky's wrong that often, but Ricky's wrong. <laughs> Everybody's out there for like seven minutes at a time. Infielders, everybody's out there shivering, and then we got to go hit right away. Oh man! Hey, you remember like when, especially when you're in like in the Eastern League or in the International League, dude, in April. Oh, and you have those heaters, and everyone's like huddled up around the heater, and you got to be careful because if you get too close, it'll burn your pants. It burns. It burns your hands. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Ricky, great story, great story. Um, I don't know, it was a, it was a few years ago. Uh, one of our infielders got too close to it and burnt a hole in his pants. Funniest yeah. thing you've ever seen in your life. It starts smoking. Yeah. It starts smelling. Wait, what smells so funny? Guy goes, oh, my God, burned a hole right through his leg. <laughs> These things are so powerful, Beto. They're like the most powerful yeah, like heaters salamanders. you've ever seen. Right. Yeah. And yeah. – and, yeah, man, you you have one on each end of the dugout, and everyone's literally huddled up. But if you get too close, you like your temp, your body heat goes up to like 115 degrees, and you have to like get away, and then you're cold again. And dude, it's just a shifting back and forth, and then yeah. the, you leave it up to the players that are playing, and then once they go on defense, you're sitting there huddled up again around it. Yeah, dude, it's those those first hey. those first few weeks, it's crazy. The- the best, a the, the best success I've had at staying warm was to get ejected that time of year. See how like get ejected in like the third or fourth, go sit in the clubhouse. That, that was my goal. Hey, you know what the craziest thing uh, was though? Uh, this is when you get to the big leagues, obviously. In in now we're talking summer. The first time I went to Yankee Stadium, dude, and I sat in those in the in the in the bench, and you air had air vents. I was like, oh my god. This is just on another level. You're getting air conditioned inside the dugout playing outdoors. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of that? Best thing ever. The Yankees have I haven't, too, but right? other than Yankee Stadium, yeah. Hey, hey, the Yankees let you know they're big time, right? Yeah, they are big time. They are big time. They'll let you know. That's good. Hey, Tully, do you tell just, people that you play for the Yankees? No, but people – like I always tell people I play for the Mets and the Blue Jays because everything after that really didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees will let you know. The, the Yankees will let you know what they're all about with their pregame spreads too. Yeah. Josh knows all about those those pregame oh. spread or pre and post post game spread. What do they got? Best food, dude. You couldn't go to a restaurant to get this this quality of yeah. food. I couldn't wait. Yankee Stadium is the best to go to as For a visiting, visiting player, team? hands down. Not even, oh man, oh, dude, okay. it's unbelievable. Really? It's unbelievable. Yeah, these... yeah. I thought teams it's... just kind of like make a like peanut butter jelly and that's it for the visitors. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, but in Not like in a ball they do. But the Yankees take care of the visitors. No wonder all that's the right. agents want to go there. All right, that's good. Yeah, I... dude, it's it's crazy. Like the on getaway day, they usually have chefs come in and make any type of pasta you want. And not only that, they have Latino food, they have Asian food, they have Italian oh, food, and it's everything. Yeah. And then. For pregame, they have a chef making Philly cheesesteaks and fries. And I don't know if they still do now because I know high performance is on another level, but who knows? 
Oh, it's the big leagues. The big leagues trump anything the high performance people say. <laughs> right? I I remember when they were trying to clean something up in the in the it, when we were there, they were trying to clean up some stuff uh, of eating, and and Jose Molina walks in with like a with a bag of cheeseburger and fries, and he's like, "Ain't nobody telling me what to fucking eat. I'm, I have like yeah. twelve years in the show." <laughs> Because yeah. high performance Jose Molina is going to get there, right, baby? There you go. Uh, so there's uh, a lot of cool storylines already in the first week of baseball. Uh, Dodgers have been on the road. We haven't seen them. Uh, Dodger fans are freaking out because Julio it was terrible in one, one game. Uh, but there was a cool story yesterday. And totally, I know you got to keep going because the Little League uh, home run derby is about to pop off again. Um, yeah. I found some cool stories for, for this. So we'll bring them to you guys throughout the season. This happened yesterday. Uh, did you watch the Padres and the Giants at all, Tolly? Did you see what happened uh, in that game? The, the br- yeah, the well, I don't know. I did. I watched part of it. I watched the brothers. I used to work out with those guys. Oh, perfect. Awesome. They're from uh, Littleton, Colorado. So let me give you the story yeah. about twins Tyler and Taylor Rogers. And here we go with this one. So uh, where's it at? Let me find here. Uh, where's it at? Let me find the video for them. Oh, nope, that ain't it. Uh, see here. So the brothers were the first ones to play in uh, the major leagues against each other at the same time. Tyler and Taylor Rogers pitching for the Padres and the Giants. They appeared, and the last time there was twins in the same game, 1990, when Ozzy and Jose Canseco played against each other. Uh, so that was a really cool moment. But you, totally, you know them. They're from Littleton, Colorado. Uh, yeah, you say you used to work out with those dudes, huh? Yeah, let me. You guys want me to work on see if I can get them on the podcast? Yeah, okay. I'll, here's the video of them exchanging the lineup here. Tyler Rogers, yeah. he had this division all by himself. His brother was with Minnesota, and right before the season started, the Padres picked him up, and lo and behold, the first time they face each other, they're gonna get out and exchange the lineup cards, and that is that's a great moment. Yeah, that was really and cool. My God. That was cool. That was dope. I, I played with the with um, Tyler Rogers in with the Giants. He was in the minor leagues when I was there. Yeah, so that, yeah. I, can, I can only imagine. Like one thing to see your friends, another thing to see your family, but then to play against your twin brother and both of them pitching. But yeah, totally. If you can get them, that'd be great to get one of them or two, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. we got? We got we got a, we got an appearance. We got a fan. Oh, we got who the we crew. Got? Oh. We got the crew. Look at that. The crew. They are. Itching, dude. Make, make sure you guys give him hell. Give Josh hell. Okay. Which one's Camden? Camden. All right. Camden. All right. So uh, my name is Beto. How you doing? Your dad said on the podcast before you guys came back that everybody was going to get two ice creams today. One in the afternoon and one after dinner. Your dad's buying ice cream He's for lying. everybody. He's lying. He's lying. Yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Come on, man. I'm going to send you the belt now. Right, no problem. No problem. Look at, look, see how much of a champ you are now? Where's Camden at? Yeah. Camden, get back here. Come on, yeah. Cam. Camden. Damn, I remember Cam when he was like Soleil's age, when he was like a year old. Dude. Yeah. He's so grown now. All right. So that's Camden right there? Yeah. All right, Camden, how you doing, man? My name's Beto. Do you know that your dad caught a no-hitter? No, I didn't. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Go play with your friends. I love that kid. Guys, that come kid. on. You guys are freaking bad now. Oh, man. Max, he showed you my up. Guy. Max, hey, Max will have my back. My little Max. He's got my back. <laughs> Camden is awesome, man. I love that. Make sure you give him two ice creams there. Two ice creams. No, I did. They will. I love that. I love that. Oh man. Oh, so that was cool that the Roger brothers were able to have that moment right there. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine what the parents are going through in a moment like that. Now there was another one yesterday. Did you see what happened in Texas, Tolly, with the uh, Tyler Hearns? So yeah, he's, he's a pitcher with the sister. With the sister, we got yeah. the video here. This was really cool. So. Uh, get the, the setup. Hearns making his uh, opening day uh, or, or his starting debut for the Rangers. He was a reliever. He's a lefty, but he's from the Dallas area. And his sister is a young reporter in Wichita Falls, Texas. So she started off 
it would be equivalent to be like an A ball as a reporter. Uh, but she got to cover the game, and here's the video, the inter exchange after the game between the two. You were able to bounce back pretty well through the second and the fourth. Was a mentality different? Was there somebody in the stands or in the press box that you were kind of itching to kind of do well for? Because you know their job is on the line. If depending on what you say today, is it? It is. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I guess just being a big brother, um, you try to set the best example for you, um, and try to basically do the best I can. I know I'm gonna fail. Um, and more so just trying to, like I said, be the best example um, and hopefully be able to let you know that no matter what you go through, that um, to not waver off your faith and definitely, definitely don't, definitely don't doubt God for sure. Um, for me to be able to sit here and tell you that I'm sitting here three years ago after 2019, I, would, I wouldn't even be able to believe you. Um, but honestly, to have a very supportive sister like you is, means a lot. Um, you know, you sacrifice a lot just for me to be in this aspect. And uh, I honestly can't thank you enough. And so seriously, though, like you, I know you went without a lot, um, gymnastics, all that type of stuff, cheerleading, just for me to get to the situation. And I don't think you really know, like despite, you know, the results, I didn't really care if I won the game or we lost or whatever. Um, I was just more happy to see you that you were here. So as a big brother, that means a lot to me. Well, I'm happy you feel that way. Thanks for making me cry. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Man, that right there. That, that guy That's freaking awesome, dude. Dude, that, yeah. Hey, that's, that's, that's pretty sweet, huh? Yeah. So that was cool. So yeah. her story is that 2019, he got to the big leagues. But uh, arm, arm issues. And then COVID hit. He uh, had a rehab. The minor league season was done. They've been telling him that he's a reliever. He's a reliever. And he kept telling, uh, uh, who's the manager? Chris Woodward. Like, hey, I'm a starter. I'm a starter. And they, they opened him up. They let him go. And he started yesterday for the Rangers. But when he was hurt, what he was doing is that he's from the Dallas area. So he would go, Rick, to different high schools and work out with them. So he had a rotation of seven different high schools where he'd go work out with one that day just to keep the kids motivated. And he said, as he's going through his ups and downs of trying to get back from injury, that the high school kids were motivating him because of their weight and their energy. They just keep on going to so see that moment. And I saw with the sister and it's like, oh my goodness, right there. Like that gives you goosebumps yeah. right there. No, and, and sometimes you have to be reminded, you know, um, of where your roots are and, 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 and stuff like that. And that, that was cool, man. Um, that's the beauty of sports sometimes. And, to be able to share that with your sister and and what a moment. Um, again, injuries are always tough, but sometimes life needs to be put in perspective. And at the end of the day, us athletes, um, you know, are normal human beings too. And and uh, and again, that that was a cool moment. Yeah, totally. That's uh, that's one of those where yeah. it just tugs at the heartstrings, doesn't it? Speechless, speechless. It does. It makes you speechless. <laughs> Yeah, that was what, where you're looking back and you're like, okay, at the end of the day, uh, and this happened with our buddy Jesse Chavez, and somebody just DM'd him some terrible things about him giving up a, sh <clears throat> a couple runs the other day. And I'm like, like you know, <clears throat> yeah, the athletes, you guys are getting paid a lot and you're performing, but nobody wants to suck on purpose. Like, you're there, yeah. and when you have those kind of moments that you're able to share it with your family or that moment for you, like just right now, like how your son totally is saying, being a smart aleck with me about like no i didn't know he caught a no hitter you know how much pride your kid has in his school tell his dad tell everybody my dad played in the major leagues i don't remember it but yeah, damn it yeah. he did right there man that's, yeah. that's yeah. what it's all about and he knows yeah it is yeah, yeah. it, 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 it is cool. this, i mean like this is this is what it's about right like yep. i have six mm -hmm. kids down at the little league field we're playing baseball like that's what i love to do that's what i can teach that's what i know and we have fun doing it and it's it's I mean, that, that's what it's supposed to be. And it's like you, when you do this, you just hope that, like, these kids will never forget these moments yeah. because it goes so yeah. fast. Oh, it does indeed. It does indeed. Like, yo, yeah. Ricky, Ricky's over here T-ball, Dad, and the season's almost over, right, Rick? Yeah, it's almost over, but it, it's like Josh said. It, these are the moments that you enjoy. And, again, I never realized as a parent how much I would enjoy going to the field, like getting there and, and just even playing catch and 
all the pregame stuff, the postgame stuff, seeing the, the boys run around and tackle each other and 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 play races around the bases, all, all that stuff. And, and it's it's little things like that. And when when life gets put in perspective like that, it, it, it's the best. And again, like you said, Beto, yeah, as athletes, sometimes we make a lot of money, but um, it's money that's that's put in front of us by teams. And uh, what are we supposed to say? No. You know, so, yeah, you always want to perform to the best of your abilities, but sometimes stuff doesn't work out. And, you know, Jesse Chavez is a pro's pro and he's a guy that, you know, can overcome anything. If you've heard his story, it's pretty amazing. So, right. I, I, he would probably be the first one to tell you now that he's playing with house money. You know, he's out there uh, still grinding and, 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 and doing his thing. And, and you, you tip your hat off to 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 a guy like him. There, there, there. Ultimate teammate too. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Oh, you you were teammate. Ultimate the best. teammate. Yeah. For, uh, the best. They don't make him. They. He's right at the top of the list. Always yeah. in the top. Yeah. yeah heck yeah. yeah. Best. One of the best teammates ever, man. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to, make sure you go back and look at uh, and watch or review it. If you're new to the podcast, we've had some great guests over the year. Uh, Jesse Chavez, you mentioned it. Also, Jason Grilly's episode a couple weeks ago was a lot of fun. Uh, he's got the wine out there so we'll go back and review subscribe all that good stuff to past episodes we continue to roll the podcast is going to be every tuesday as long as i my computer works uh we'll be there for you we're going to make a road trip to toronto it sounds like uh we're going to be doing all kinds of different things and of course there's a lot of different baseball podcasts out there and on here we don't break down the you know the the warp or the bapip or whatever whatever stuff is going on with the stats we just tell stories that's pretty cool uh, and I love hearing the stories that we hear for you guys. And if you have your sticker that I sent out, <clears throat> totally. Did you get the stickers I sent you? Yeah, buddy. All right, we got the we stickers. Go. <laughs> I got to get you a photo of them. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. over my house. <laughs> You're the man. All right. So we'll be getting some stuff too. And if you have an ability to draw, we need to have a totally time logo. People sent a couple of them. But they had totally yelling, and one of them had you spitting fire. We don't quite need that. Totally time is more about <laughs> stories, you know. It's about stories. No, it's about it's about spitting fire. I kind of <laughs> like that. Really? Like a dragon. It, it kind of had it. it are was... we are we gonna have totally time t today, or not in front of the kids? No, 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 no. We can always have totally time because totally time doesn't have to be spitting fire. It's just totally time to be whatever he wants. It's it's a it's a interesting one. All right, totally. Now, since this is the last one that I'm going to bring up, I have a lot of different content for you guys. Now, we know how we get going about how Little League and how travel ball and how everybody wants to be the best eight-year-old, right? And, you know, his kid's going to win a World Series ring at the age of eight. This is a tweet that I found yesterday that's very interesting. All right, let me see here. Uh, Darren Ruff, who plays for the Giants, this is a tweet that came from his buddy, Alex Hale, who tweets, I play with Darren Ruff from 11 to 14U, we spent summer at the cages together, and I can tell you he was not the best 11, 12, 13, or 14U player on our team. Not even close. We had three draft picks from our 11U team, and of the three of us, he's the only one still playing. Run your race. That goes back to what we always talk about, like, just be a kid, don't get so locked in, and you're don't peak when you're 11 years old, right, Tully? Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most, when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, wait, where's your audio, Tolly? We don't hear you. Hello? Uh, we lost Tolly's audio. I uh, will get him to back to. Nope. No audio from Tolly. We don't hear you. But you said you know rough, Ricky? Well, I think, I believe I played against him, but that's that's a cool tweet, man, and it, it, and I like how he finishes that at the end. Run your race; it really is your own race. You create your own path, and you know I don't I don't I don't give a shit what other coaches in little league say about being the best. Got to be the best now, and this and that. No, man, everyone's different. Everyone takes a different path, and um, I could be honest; I wasn't the best you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old, you know, at times. And um, you just peak at the right time. And when that peaking season comes, you you, you don't miss and, and good things happen. And, uh, yeah, you just – we always talk about getting better every uh, – get 1% better every day. And and, and when yeah. you go out to the field, just learn something. And, and, and if you do that, you're going to be – you're going to be well off. It, in the game of baseball will humble you quick. I don't care how good you are. And you talk to the best of the best in the big leagues, they'll say the exact same thing. Totally. Yeah. It, I yeah, you're right. Sorry, I lost my audio there for a second. But I've um no, it's the truth. That's and that's what I preach. Like, who are we to evaluate what a ten year old kid is? Who are you as a parent to evaluate where your kid's gonna go or what he's going to be when he gets older? Like my boys are two different kind of boys, and then my girl in the middle is she's her own little entity. Every kid, they all come from the same place, but they all are different in their own way. And that's that's kind of my biggest – that's one of my biggest fears. I, And I, I'll tell you this. I, I'm going to just do it right now, and I'm just going to take my rant. And this will be my rant for today. Yeah, go <laughs> because for it. At the, end of the day, at the end of the day, when parents and coaches can realize that it's not about them anymore, it's about the kids – you have to support these, especially in baseball in particular, because it's such a failing sport, and you're going to you're going to struggle and you're going to lose. But what I see now is like high school coaches not supporting their players. They always make it about themselves. And well, yeah. what have you done for me lately? Well, let me tell you something. It's not about you. It's about the player. It's about the guy in the batter's box. It's about that group, that team. So remove yourself from it, high school coaches. I'm sure they know who they are, and like. Make it about the kids. Like, I get that all the time of, like, kids are like, well, you know, they want me to do this and that. And, like, there's no conversation. It's just black and white. And I, it, I'm, I'm like, that. it kills me. And that's that's the start. It starts when they're freaking 10 and yeah. 11. Yeah. And it's, it's true what he's saying, too. Um, I feel like sometimes high school coaches, um, and we, we both know, or the three of us know this, that sometimes they get caught up in their own records and, and the – the, the win all the wins they've had and this and that well shit show me who, who you're getting to college show me that you're producing kids going to the next level and that's that that should be the measuring stick of who you are as a coach but if you're more worried that's about right. if you're more worried about oh um you know i'm getting my a thousand win this season and this and that i don't care you know show me the that that, that these guys these kids are are becoming better better men and you're preparing from the neck for the next level not just in baseball but in life you know, and, and yeah. I think that that goes a long way. Beto, I told you before <clears throat> um, off camera uh, for the perfect example, Sebastian, um, you know, that that night I told you he I told you guys he hit two home runs and in, in a little league game and um, they called him up to the next level and he struggled, man. He struggled and they have their first game back from spring break today. And he came up to me and he's like, Daddy. And, and I felt bad. It almost breaks my heart because he was like, don't be mad. But I don't want I don't want to go to that. Um, I don't want. I don't want to go to to single A anymore because I can't hit off the machine and and I'm a little scared and nervous and I was like holy shit like like dude I, the last thing I want is for him to lose interest in baseball and 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 not like yep. it anymore and he's six years old man like so I was like you know what all right cool we'll just stay with the team you started with and and finish off with that team and you know and and I feel like that's that's kind of how it starts when you start putting pressure on these kids like no you gotta go you gotta go 
I texted the coach right away and I said, listen, this is this is what's going on and, and I'm just going to hold them back from now. And, and when I told him, Sebastian, but next year we're going to move up to that level and you're going to see that machine again. He's like, I'll be ready next year. And I'm like, perfect. Yeah. You know, that's all I need to yeah. hear. That, and that's what it's about. And the coach should have been like, that's freaking awesome. Thanks, Rick. Yeah. Appreciate he, he it. Did. And yeah, that's what it's about for these kids, man. It, it Because mm-hmm. you're right. You lose interest. It, these kids will lose interest quickly. Yeah. And again, he's in another level where he's watching seven and eight year olds hit off this machine and he, they're pretty good at it. And he's like, I, he just can't time it yet. And I'm like, maybe he's just not there yet, which is totally fine. You know, it, it's cool. And it doesn't make him soft. It doesn't make me soft. It doesn't make me, you know, how people like to say, oh, oh yeah. well, you know, like, you gotta, like, he's got to stick to it. No, it's okay. Like he's six years old. What is he going to do? Sign a contract next year? Hell no. You know, it's like, he's got time to develop. So, I was actually pretty proud that he came up to me and told me that he was a little shy at first. And he like looked at me. He's like, are you going to be mad at me? And I was like, no, dude, like, that's yeah. totally fine. Like, it's cool. We're all good. Yeah, man. They'll always feel like they're letting you down, but that's what it is. And yeah. you just yeah. it's like support, right? Like yeah. Ricky the you're line. right. You're right. You yeah. see that face. You saw his face and it's, it felt like he was letting me down. Like, yeah. and I was like, you're not letting anybody down, dude. I still yeah. enjoy this go on that rookie team and just continue to tear shit up. Like I was telling Ricky, the last thing you want to do is have the kid say, I don't want to go the rest of his life. And I don't yeah. want to get burned out. Like when my son made the decision to choose basketball over baseball, I'm like, damn it, kid, you're a lefty. You're going to be 6'1", 6'2". You get whipped it a little bit. And he's like, I'd rather play basketball. I'm like, all right, go for it. Like, and yeah. he still mm-hmm. likes baseball. We'll go after it. It's uh, You just got to let the kid make their own decision. Like, I, I, now we're going to go back on the soapbox about all that other stuff. And that's not what the whole point was. It was just more, go back to that tweet. Uh, by Darren Ruff's buddy, who was Ruff wasn't the best one as a kid, and it's okay. Let the kids just play and go after it. Like, what would happen if Ruff's dad would have been grinding him and pushing him even harder and harder and harder, and the kid just gets burned out and doesn't want to play, and life altered, you know? And and also, too, if you're the best 12-year-old, uh, you might want to work a little harder because you might peak at 12, right? It just... Yep. It's just dumb, I'm, dude. I've seen it. I've seen it a handful of times already. Kid's the greatest little leaguer ever until he gets to high school, and oh shit! Now everybody's caught him. Yeah, Man, it happens all the <clears> time. Yeah. All right, Tolly, what's going on? What's the rest of the plan? I know you got to get going. I, I got to go get ice cream, boys. My my kids are out in the yard. They're in the freaking concrete. They're playing in the parking lot right now. They're itching. <laughs> get out of here, Tolly. We'll see you next week. All right, boys. Good see Tolly ya. time. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best man he's the i only yeah, met him he really, once but man he's so cool yeah he really is the best he's dude he's high energy <laughs> good energy great vibes and yeah man that's how he was as a teammate too yeah that's how he was as a teammate never in a bad mood always upbeat and you know guys like that um there's a reason why they're great clubhouse guys and and to have that kind of energy and you see how how other guests have uh, have rode him and how and how they uh, talk to him and stuff like that. It's funny, man, and he takes it very well, but he dishes it out too. So yeah, yeah it goes man. both ways. He's a good dude. He's awesome about that stuff. And uh, our boy Alomar uh, Delatore, who's always watching the show after he gets out of eighth grade, uh, Tolly's his guy. Even though Alomar's the second baseman, he's like, I love Tolly time. And I'm like, all right, Alomar. <laughs> and, uh, you know, his dad's a coach, all that good stuff. So what's up, Alomar? Appreciate you checking in all the time with us. Uh, all right, so a little housekeeping here. As always, Blue Wire brings us the podcast, the Blue Wire Network. Uh, make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, the Instagram is Let's Go Ricky Roll. Now that baseball season is here, I'm going to start posting on there more, doing more things, uh, interacting with you guys more. And if you're wondering if Ricky's running the account, no, it's me. Uh, so if, stop sending Ricky messages uh, because the messages are for me. Uh, but I do forward it to Ricky, so we'll set. Oh, damn it. You know what? I forgot to show this to Tolly. Damn it. I messed up. Where's it at? Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, our good friend. Uh, Jess Ray had a picture of Tolly in this baseball card, and Jesse. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot to send that to him. Oh man, so. Uh, hey, but you gotta you gotta say what it said. What the caption said. They do exist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesse, tell him to find something. He'll find it. That's cool, though. Yeah, uh, Jesse's a good friend of ours who uh, r- works at a card shop, uh, and he finds all the good stuff. And uh, he found this one of 
uh, Josh Tolley, a Bowman card. I just realized I didn't show it to him. But we'll talk about it next week uh, for that. All right, uh, so what do you got coming up, Rick? Um, Nothing right now. It's just watch watch games. Um, Yeah, and just sit. hang out, play uh, golf. Um, Thursdays, I, 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 uh, I'm doing a podcast, too, on Thursdays. Um, so, uh, through the Blue Jays, so that, that, or through talking about Blue Jays. So, yeah, man, it, 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 I'm trying to stay busy. And whenever Sportsnet, uh, Sportsnet asked me to do some hits, I've been doing those too. I did one last night that was fun talking about Alec Manoa. And, um, yeah, man, just, uh, grinding like you. I'm, I'm starting to learn the business side of, <laughs> of media, man. It's, it's crazy. And it, I tell Cara all the time, I'm like, man, everything Beto says is true. Like, or it comes in, like you, you start learning that business side of it. And, um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's cool. And learning the, like I said, it's a different type of business now. And, uh, yeah. um, and yeah, it's, it's, you know, just continuing yeah, <laughs> to, to learn on, on, on this, uh, platform. The, yeah. The media side, it's fun, but then it's like, you like doing it, but you also don't want to have a full-time job because you got the little kids and you got T-ball to worry about. You got you got soccer coming up, all that good stuff. <laughs> it, it, you're a busy dude. So, uh, like, I, I actually, Mark Gubasa, I talked to him the other day, Angels broadcaster, uh, you know, 1985 World Series champ. He wants to come on in a couple weeks, so we're going to figure out. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Gooby's like, he listens. So he's like, I, I yeah. like what you guys do. You talk. We've had him on before. Uh, so yeah. he'll come on. He said, if we can get a whole Yeah, we, got, we still got to get a few guys. I know I talked yeah. to uh, – uh christian arroyo from the boston red sox he told oh, me nice. he wanted to come on um you know i want to have uh you know potentially like guys that have that are, that we've had in the past like sergio romo i want to you know he's a guy yeah. another guy that's been grinding and it was in mexico and he texted me he's like yeah i gotta see if i if i if i can land a job uh, i'm gonna go to mexico for now and maybe play here and then boom seattle signs him pitches last night kevin pilar you know yeah. like a guy that's that's been in the big leagues and now he's grinding in AAA for 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 the Triple A uh, Dodgers uh, farm team and um, just stuff like that. I think that that people should should know. You know these guys, um, Pilar, for example, for me, he's 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 been in the big leagues and and yeah. has been on big league charter flights the past few years and all of a sudden now he's riding buses and and yeah. what's motivating him, you know, and all that stuff. And I, and I think it's important. For, for people to hear that and 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 just you know again it's it's the stories that, yep. that this makes this podcast and uh that's what's special about it yeah so we'll be moving forward now that everybody has a normal schedule during spring training we can't because guys are there but now that they can get going we'll have some guests uh we'll try to get a guest for you every week uh if not it's just more totally time which we have a lot of fun broadcasters uh you know, executives, everybody else, members of the media. So we'll be having guests coming for you throughout the regular season. We'll be interacting with you. Uh, Ricky, can we, get your, get, can we get your cider in Canada, 101 cider? Shoot, I think I think, I think you can. Yeah, there, there's some places I think that has them. Um, I'm not sure which ones. Um, but, yeah, I believe, I, believe, uh, I believe there is places that, that have them. Yeah, well, the Instagram is 101 Cider for more information, mm -hmm. all that. Also, the Let's Go Ricky Roll Foundation Instagram. Make sure you guys follow that one. Uh, good stuff for kids here in Southern California. All right, so a lot of things going on, people. Baseball season is here. Uh, T-ball season is wrapping up. Uh, I work a lot of boxing, so boxing's picking up. So we'll be doing a bunch of good stuff. We'll be hitting the road yeah, man. soon. We'll it, it honestly stuff. feels good. It feels yeah. good, right, to kind of, yeah. you know, it was a tough two years for, for yeah. a lot of people and, and to to – kind of have some stuff go back to normal and you know for example the jays having a sellout crowd for the first time in two years dude because they hadn't even been home for wow. for yeah because they were either in florida or buffalo because they couldn't come across canada um to see that that place be packed and be loud it was awesome um you know you guys working boxing and, and all that stuff and and just seeing you know uh, those arenas packed too. It's it, it's cool, man. I'm 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 glad we're we're all this is is coming back to normal and uh, we get to see baseball now every day and dude, it's it, it's cool. It's it's 
you know, it's back to our, our normal lives, I feel like. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, so we'll see you guys next Tuesday. As always, rate, review, subscribe. Let us know how it's going on. And do me a favor, share the podcast. Let people know, like, you know what? This yeah. is fun. Uh, Montoya FX, he keeps inviting me to play Sunday Leagues. Bro, I am available. I will come out and throw Salt Lake Park in, in uh, wait, Salt Lake. Was it? Yeah, Salt Lake yeah, Park Salt in, Lake Park. in Huntington Park. I'm ready to throw, bro. I got me a tall cam ready to go. All right, so oh, uh, dude, I, I I get it all the time from senior. From your dad? Oh, come on, go prepare, prepare, start running and start throwing, and come out and play, throw some innings. No, no, no. Come on, no desire to play Sunday leagues. If I did, I would have done it already, dude. What 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 do I have to gain from that? <laughs> I tell him, I'm like, what do I have to gain from that? Like, if I go and get shelled, people okay. are going to talk shit. So. What about playing in the over 40 and over league in a couple of years? You know, there's For like... One, and that, well, the number one thing is the last thing I would want and my wife would kill me is if I went and fucking tore something, you know? And, <laughs> and, and, and it requires surgery and I'm out of commission, you know? Like, nah, man, like I want to be... I'll save my bullets to when uh, Sebastian and Diego are older and they want to play long catch. Now I want to be that dad throwing, you know, 100, 150 feet, 200 feet with them. So, oh, yeah, man. I got to stay ready for that. All right. Shout out to the officially unofficial podcast uh, in Toronto. Also, Blue Jay Fans UK. Uh, Blue Jay Fans, the letter U, the letter K. He does a real good podcast in London. They've had a, a few uh, guests. They had a... What's it called? Your boy Shai Davidi. Uh, people oh, wow. just want to give them a shout out. Uh, Blue Jay fans UK. Uh, they're in London watching the Blue Jays. Uh, it's a good podcast. Uh, they, they really love their Jays. And they actually want to have you on as a guest pretty soon. So we'll figure something out. Uh, and they do really cool graphics. They go top notch. So I just want to give them a shout out. Blue Jay fans cool. UK. Yeah. So, uh, it, like, which is weird. Like, oh, here it is. For opening day, he was watching the Blue Jays game at 12.30 a.m. So that's how dedicated he is. To make sure he... Yeah. <laughs> there it is. And that was kind of a long game, so I'm yeah. sure he, <laughs> he had to stay up pretty late, man. Have a couple pints. There you go. All right, Rick, get going. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll Podcast. Thank you. All right. Peace.